Hello and welcome to the Millennial Minimalist Podcast. I am your host, Kelly Foss, and together with my co-host, Lauren Morley, our mission is to help you simplify your life and live with greater intention. Together, let's live more with less. Hi, everyone. Today, we are speaking about how to declutter and organize your closet for good. We believe that one of the best ways to start decluttering the excess in your life is by starting with your closet. And in this discussion, Lauren and I give you the tools to help you tidy your closet and build an intentional wardrobe today. As many of you know, in response to you, our listeners call for help with their closets. Lauren and I built a closet decluttering e-guide to help you uncover your wardrobe needs and make better buying decisions. And today we share how we work together to build this simple five-step decluttering method and how we arrange and maintain our closets today. We also highlight key tips in our closet decluttering e-guide to help you make better decisions about your clothes during the decluttering process and to help you maintain your closet once you've designed your perfect space. Be inspired to tackle your closet clutter today and start building and maintaining a simple and organized closet space that saves you time and money and helps you feel and look your best each day. So I've really been looking forward to this discussion with you today, Lauren, considering you particularly love helping others organize and declutter their closets. I know that you are also super excited. Yeah, I'm so passionate about the closet. I don't know why, but it really lights me up. And I, it was such a struggle in my own life and it was such a hard area to simplify. So I feel like when I finally mastered it, I had to share the way I was able to do it. Yeah, I need to get you back in my closet. And we'll talk about both of our closets. We organize them using our system. Lauren organizes her closet by outfits. I organize my closet by items. But over the years, Lauren has convinced me that outfits are the way to go. And we'll definitely get into that. But I want to start by saying that we truly believe that when it comes to adopting a minimalist lifestyle, starting with your closet is one of the best places to start. And the reason why I say that is because it's one of those places that you interact with every day. You go into your closet every day, you get dressed there and get dressed every morning. And so with that, you end up feeling the benefits faster when your closet is neatly organized and you know what you own. And I'd argue that you're more likely to be inclined to tidy up other areas of your home and in your life, whether mentally, physically, emotionally, digitally, or relationally. I mean, that was the case for me. I remember when I saw your place for the first time, Lauren, and I remember looking at your closet like, wow, I feel like I'm walking into a high-end retail store and there's this capsule just laid out perfectly. And I went home and I started decluttering my closet and I turned up the music and it was so such a refreshing experience for me. But that being said, it was a struggle because I didn't have a system. I didn't have a system to follow. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what I needed. I didn't know what I needed to let go of. I had a lot of clothes from my high school years that I was still holding on to that didn't really fit my style personality. This was back in 2018 back then. So we have a lot to talk about today. And I wanted to give our listeners some background. As many of you know, Lauren and I developed a simple five-step closet decluttering e-guide that you can find on our website at mastersimplicity.com. And it includes an entire maintenance system to help you declutter and organize your closet for a lifetime. And I should add that it was all inspired by you, our listeners. There was quite the call for help when it comes to your closets when we first started this podcast. And Laura and I were like, we need to start 
building a system. And I know Lauren, you've tried everything out there. You, you have tried every decluttering method. So you coming to me and us working together through the process to build the system was so interesting for me, especially because you are using your expertise and then, you know, sharing the way that I prefer to do things specifically because I have multiple style personalities and you only have a couple. So it was nice to get each other's feedback. I remember that day. I remember the day that you came to my house and we're like, we're going to finally do this. We're going to build this system. And it took us months. Yeah. I remember it like even I rearranged your closet and you were like, oh my God, that looks so much better. <laughs> yes. yes. But no, the closet's such a hard part of the home. I feel like the closet and the kitchen are probably the most difficult to simplify and pare down because it's such a constant influx of stuff. Like you're, you know, always buying new stuff, always kind of trying to get rid of stuff or what am I using? What am I not using? So yeah, I was so happy when I was able to kind of come up with a system and really master it. And I mean, we've been doing the closet course for a month now and we've gotten such incredible feedback on the system and with the e-guide. So it's going to be a great episode today. Yeah. So we started with the e-guide and we then received some feedback saying, Hey, I would love some live sessions with you. So now we have this live closet course that Lauren leads, which is fantastic. And back to when you came to my house, Lauren, I remember you had this system, you had all these ideas and then you, you are the idea person. I am very much the, okay, let's take all these ideas and we'll put them into a simple five-step method. And I remember telling you, I was like, we need to have a questionnaire in place as our first step. It is so important because we can't just take all of our clothes out of our closet and start the decluttering process. We need to step back, take out a piece of paper and a pen and start reflecting on our lifestyle needs. And so the first step in our system is a questionnaire and some of the questions we ask are, what is your why? So why do you want to declutter and organize your closet? To save time every morning, to reset your wardrobe, to gain clarity on the items you own, to develop your style personalities. There's so many different reasons out there. And it was really interesting for me even just learning about, oh, like I now work from home. I don't need as many work outfits as I did in the past. And so you really, really uncover your lifestyle needs. And the most important question, I think, is what does your day-to-day look like? Do you go to an office? Do you work from home? This will help you determine how many wardrobe categories you need. And in our guide, we put together seven categories. So we have workwear, casual wear, evening wear, active wear, sleepwear, outerwear, and miscellaneous. So we have seven categories. And within those categories, we then place items within those categories by outfits or by item. So for me, I place a few pairs of jeans beside a few pairs of tops because a lot of my clothes, Lauren, are very mix and match. So I'll have a shirt that can match three outfits versus you know, just having it within one outfit. And so that was what's, that was one of the points where, where Lauren and I were like, er, er, because Lauren's like, no, it has to be outfits. And I was like, no, outfits doesn't make sense for me. But now I understand why it makes sense because by lining things by items, yes, it's organized by color. And I have the same hangers for each section, which makes streamlines everything. But I still have to make decisions every morning. Okay, this goes with this and this goes with this. By having outfits made, the decision's already made for you. It's so great. And yeah, maybe that one t-shirt can pair with other things, but that's okay. 
And you said to Lauren, you said to take pictures of your things. I thought that was brilliant. Take pictures of your outfits. Yeah, we get dressed in outfits. That's why when people fight me on it, they're like, no, I don't like that idea. Like my all my stuff mixes and matches. No, it doesn't. Like <laughs> some of your tops might go well with some pieces, but they don't go well with all of them. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, I just I, I really do push that because at the end of the day, you, you do have to put together an outfit. So it's it just makes sense to have all of your clothes accounted for and know what goes nice with what beforehand. And I just want to touch on a few other things that you said, you know, we asked our, our listeners, the why, like, why do you want to do this? Why do you want to organize closet? And the beauty of doing your closet is that there are so many benefits outside of just having the simplified closet. When you get up and get dressed and look and feel your best every day, it's going to have so many other benefits to your lifestyle, whether that's feeling more confident at work or feeling more professional or feeling more put together and having more energy, feeling more good about yourself. It will stop you from constantly shopping and always feeling like you need to buy new stuff. So you're saving money. Like there's so many other benefits from it. And I know people who have had their closets professionally decluttered and I sat down with them and asked them all of these questions and they were like, oh, the person who did my closet didn't ask me any of this. Like <laughs> it's such just like a, a new and different concept that we've come up with, with actually figuring out how many clothes you need, figuring out what sections you need. Do you, are you active? Are you working outside the home? Do you need separate clothes from that? How many days a week? Like you said, Kelly, you're working from home a lot more. If you're kind of in that hybrid position, then you probably don't need a closet full of corporate clothes anymore. So it's just really figuring out your lifestyle and where you are today. And I've said this a million times, but you know, we're, there's so many um, organization shows and books and it's all the same thing. They just go in, get rid of clothes you don't like, and then sort everything by type and color coordinated and they're gone. But mm -hmm. that doesn't account for 7am when you have to get ready for work and you're in a rush and you don't know what goes with what or, and then you always end up gravitating towards the same few clothes. 80% of your closet is not getting worn. And you're always at the mall anytime something comes up or there's a new event or so I just highly recommend and Kelly and I are going to talk about how we do our own closets, but I, I do highly recommend piecing together the outfits beforehand. And I said this in the course and one of the people taking it were like, that's amazing. But think of it like a character in a movie. They have outfits for scenes. Like, mm -hmm. yeah. So just make outfits for your life <laughs> as opposed to think of the scenes as days in your life. And it just, it simplifies everything. It's amazing. You know what, Lauren, when I first did my closet and started decluttering my items, I realized what my biggest issue was. My biggest issue was, well, two things. I was attached to certain items from my childhood. And number two, I didn't understand my style personalities. I had so many different personalities. You know, when you first met me, my clothes, my person, I would be a hipster one day, a super feminine the next day, and then a trucker the next day. So I love that though. I love <laughs> but it was, but it was, it was confusing. Cause even for me, I was like, what, what do, what is my style? What is my, cause I am very sporty, but I'm also very feminine. So I, I was asking myself these questions. And again, that's what inspired the questionnaire piece of our system. But I have to say one of the biggest benefits I found after applying this system to my closet was, well, two things. 
Number one, it made me feel a sense of clarity every time I walked in my closet because there was less stuff in it because I was storing my seasonal wear. So we have a process of storing the seasonal wear. So you're not looking at your winter clothes in the summer and you're not looking at your summer clothes in the winter if you are in a four season climate. And that to me was so refreshing. It's like, wow, there's so much more space in my closet, more clarity. I was excited to get dressed up in the morning. And then number two, when it came to shopping, I was less overwhelmed. The number of times I've walked in stores before this process where I was just like, oh my gosh, I want everything. I'm just, it's like a kid in a candy store. But now I go into most of my favorite stores and I, I literally know exactly what I own. So I know I don't need anything. And when I do know what I, what I need, I then go out and find it with intention, right? That one thing. And it, it also allows you to spend your money on more higher quality clothes. And we really, really push that. I had a lot of fast fashion in my past, right? I, especially when I was modeling overseas, I would buy from all these stores and these clothes didn't last long. And I realized the value in buying a piece that lasts many, many washes. Again, as you say, Lauren, price per wear. So smart. If you can get way more wares out of it, it's way, it's it's worth the price up front. So I just feel like I have a smaller, more high quality wardrobe and it feels really, really nice. Yeah. And you talk about your different style personalities, which I love. Kelly can literally be in a hoodie and a vest and then be in a, a skirt and like a little lace top. So I, I like when people have different styles and that's the beauty of this. I feel like there's such this misconception with minimalism and the wardrobe and that we just have a few neutral colors and we wear them on rotation and they all have to go with each other. Even though that photo with the minimalists were all in black and white. <laughs> That's not our whole closet though. <laughs> and it gives that flexibility when you have outfits. Some of your outfits can be like super feminine, super dressed up and others can be super casual or neutral colors. Like it just, it gives you that flexibility. You're not boxed into having to fit this mold of a specific style while still wearing all of your clothes and knowing what to invest in. Mm -hmm. I really like that you push that. It's There isn't one way of dressing. No, there <laughs> like, isn't. Everyone's wardrobe is going to look different, but what's going to be the same is it's going to be streamlined. It's going to be functional. It's going to be intentional. It's going to be beautiful. It's going to make you feel good. I love that you push that, Lauren. You want to wear clothes that make you feel really good. The number of times where, especially in my corporate life, when I was working in corporate roles, where I had to wear what I like to call stuffy clothing. And I know knew deep, deep inside that it just wasn't me. Some people love wearing proper clothes. I don't. It doesn't make me feel productive. It makes me feel stuffy. And the number of times where I bought items where I'm like, ah, this does not make me feel pretty. This does not make me look good, but I need it for work. But there are other items out there that can make you feel really, really great. And you should get those items. Don't settle for those items, right? Because maybe they're cheap or something like that. They might not even last long. But it goes back to be intentional with the things that you do buy. You really want to feel good in the clothes that you wear. I have a little bit more flexibility to wear more athleisure now, which I'm super grateful for because it's definitely more my personality. But I remember the times where I'd wear a skirt that like you, you gave an example of in a previous episode where it was just, you know, it, was, it didn't fit right. And then the shirt that went with it wasn't tucking in and then you had to keep pulling it down. And that's just a struggle. We want to have outfits laid out where we don't even have to think about it. We're like, we have this event tonight. Here's my 
few outfits that I can choose from. It just makes decision making so much easier. And especially if you have a super compact calendar or if you have children, that's the last thing you want to do is focus on <laughs> trying to figure out what you're going to wear that day. The number of times, like even as a, I remember in my high school years, we'd have the, the school bus coming to our driveway. I was very lucky. It was like came right to her driveway. Mom would be like, Kelly, the bus is here. And I'd be like struggling, putting on clothes. Okay, okay, finally got my outfit on. I apparently was very picky with what I wore, which I think is hilarious. But uh, anyways, you don't want to be in a rush. You want to put it on, feel your best. That's It's like when you make your bed in the morning, Lauren. It's the first accomplishment of the day. Put on that outfit, feel good. Yeah. You talk about how you hate corporate clothes. I love corporate clothes. Yeah. <laughs> like I wash my floors on Sunday in like a blazer. <laughs> it's, and, and you know what? I talk about this a lot in the course and I stress it to everyone. Style is so personal. Like style should be to wear whatever you want and whatever you feel good in. Of course, you know, there's times or events you need to be dressed appropriately, appropriately for or if you need to be dressed professionally for work, I understand that. But outside of that, I believe 100% with expressing your style however you want to and wearing exactly what you love and exactly what you feel good in. I feel like we're pressured so much to follow trends. And, you know, it's like skinny jeans are out now. But I have skinny jeans and I like them and they fit me and I feel good in them. So I'm going to continue to wear them. I don't want, care to follow all of these trends and what's in and out. I heard the skinny jeans are coming back, Lauren. <laughs> Low rise skinny jeans. This is how far I'm like, oh, they're out now. It's like, no, Lauren, you missed that. They're actually back in. I'm like, oh, perfect. <laughs> they're slowly coming back in. Okay. So you're well, right. Like, But they're slowly. Okay, good. Because I... I still wear mine and I feel like I missed the boat for when they were out. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny, you know, and that's the thing is trends are always changing. So I, I try not to follow the trends. I really, I really try not to. You got to just follow the things that make you feel good. But I do really believe that neutrals do last a while. So I find that all my neutral pieces, my blacks and whites and beige pieces, I've had them for probably over a decade because they're just classics. You know, I also love certain colors and certain patterns. I don't have a lot of that in my wardrobe, but if you love color and you love pattern, go for it. You know, there's no restrictions here. It's just about owning the things that you're actually going to wear and the things that actually make you feel good. And I'm sure there's a lot of stuff in our closets that doesn't even fit. We got to keep trying things on. And actually in our decluttering process, we, we ask you to divide your clothes into three piles. So there's the keep section, there's the donate or sell section, and then there's the maybe section. And in the maybe section, it's those things that you're like, oh, I'm not so sure, like I might wear them. And if that's the case, we do suggest that you put away those items for 30 to 60 days and then come back to them. Because if you can live without those items and you don't really miss them, you'll learn in that process. And then you can donate them or sell them or, or recycle them if they're getting to that level. And I should add that if you do have some clothes that are kind of on their last legs, uh, you can use them as rags. I have a few things that I use as rags still to today, which is kind of cool. Yeah, I've been doing people's closets just over the last few months. It's so funny. I'll, a, a friend will just be like, hey, we should grab a drink or like, do you want to stop by and we can catch up? 
And I'll be like, yeah, sure. Can I organize your closet for you? And they're like, okay. <laughs> Meanwhile, every listener is like, oh, I wish I could have I know. my place right now. <laughs> if you live in Toronto. Yes. But yeah, and I, I've learned so much from doing people's closets. And what I've done is I take everything out of their closet. We go through them. You know, we make a pile for selling, for donating, for the current season and off season. And then we piece together outfits for the current season and just putting it back into their closet, storing the off season and getting rid of, you know, separating the stuff that they're going to sell and donate makes a massive difference, even the appearance of the closet. So Mm -hmm. it's, uh, I enjoy it way too much doing it. But I I understand what you mean by separating the pieces and how much it makes a difference. I, I also have a question for you, Kelly, because when yeah. we we're talking about style, who who's your like style icon or how when you have outfits or the outfits you have in your closet right now, like what were they inspired by? Just yourself putting pieces together or is there anyone you follow or? So I don't really follow influencers for style. I I, I think that I appreciate some of the images that cross my feed, but I would say it was definitely my modeling years inspired the way that I dress. I, I, and also I did runway shows and I remember wearing certain clothes and feeling like, wow, I love this outfit. You were speaking of cleaning in a blazer. Now don't get me wrong. My favorite outfit is a t-shirt, skinny jeans, and a blazer. That's my personality. That's my, and a pair of white Converse. That's my favorite outfit. And this is the stuff that makes me feel good. So just, just through living my life, I've just learned the things that make me feel good. I really love and admire a more classic style. So a very classy top and and pair of shorts with a little belt. I love that look. Just very classic and clean is more my style. But depending on the event I'm going to, if I'm going to a more hipster, hipster bohemian event, I'm going to wear a floral dress. So... I, I don't have one specific style, but I would say that my everyday is, yeah, I guess more casual yet also dressy, I guess you could say, because it's a blazer and jeans is my favorite style. But there isn't one person like, oh my gosh, like I want to copy her style. It's more so just living my life and being out in the world and seeing other people and how they dress and realizing, hey, this makes me feel pretty. This makes me feel good. And I know Lauren, sometimes we're out together and you'll see someone in an outfit and you're like, oh my gosh, I love that outfit. And you'll take note. It's adorable. Or I'll ask them where they got their stuff. Yeah, that's Um, good. That's smart. Yeah. And I think I love that you said it was your modeling years, like the years where you kind of were forced to try on clothes and to model them. And I think it's so important for people to find that style inspiration because, you know, figuring out how you want to dress and what you feel good in and how to piece together outfits can make a huge difference in wearing your entire wardrobe and knowing what pieces you actually need to buy. There's a girl I follow. Her name's Kate Hutchkins. I hope I'm pronouncing that right. Uh, she's on Instagram and YouTube. She wears all neutrals. You would probably love her, Kelly. Mm-hmm. Um, but she has really shown me, especially this summer, I just found her when I was you know, purchasing the couple new pieces I did, what to buy and how I can piece together stuff that I already owned. And if you, you know, you want to dress up more, you want to dress better, but you can't find that inspiration, you know, using Pinterest, using Instagram, using YouTube and finding people that you, you love the way they dress, even celebrities, or if you have a clothing brand, 
that you like or you purchase from, a lot of times they'll have professional stylists that will put together outfits on the website. So, and you may already own some of the pieces so you can know exactly what to do with them. There's just ways of finding how to curate your own closet and figuring out exactly what you need by just finding a little bit of inspiration. And I do completely agree with you that street style is one of my favorite places to go to. Mm -hmm. And there have been so many times I'll just tap someone on the shoulder and be like, hey, I love your pants. Where did you get them? Or I love your blazer. I love your shoes. And it's flattering. I've had people come up and ask me where I got my coat or my bag or something. And I'm like, oh, thank you. They're never like, because I'm never going to buy that. (laughs) But (laughs) no, it's, it's just, it's you know, there's people out walking around who are super well-dressed and have done a really good job with their style. So it's, it's a good place to find inspiration and how to do your own closet because the closet is your own personal style. It's about feeling good for your life. It's essentially a storage unit for where you're getting dressed to live your life. It's like your own retail store. You're shopping your own closet. It's the best feeling in the world. And you might have, you might be like, oh, I have so much stuff, but Once you clear all the excess and you have your favorite best items and you go in, you're like, wow, this is, I'm shopping my own closet again. You get excited again. It's really interesting. And I was going to add Lauren that you also might have a friend within your network who you admire. There's a couple of friends that I have where I'm like, I, every time I see you, you're just put together so beautifully and in such a classy way. And I admire that. And so what you do is you say, Hey, I admire the way you dress. I'd love some inspiration from you. And to be honest, most of the time, that person will be super flattered, if not all the time, and they'll want to help you. I have a girlfriend named Melissa. Every time I see her, she's just like perfectly put together. And I just so inspired and she loves fashion. And so I get some ideas from her. So you don't have to always go to like celebrities or influencers. You can go to the friend in your network that you admire who has some tips for you. So there's other ways to go about it. But I also want to just simply share just a background on our five-step process. So just so that everybody has an idea of it. So as we said before, it starts with a questionnaire to really understand your lifestyle needs, who you really are, what you want your closet to really look like and represent. It's like, it goes back to, hey, if someone were to come into your place right now and look at your desk or go to your office desk and uh, see it without telling you in advance, would that represent who you are? right? Like if you have a messy desk, do you want that to represent who you are? Probably not, right? And so you want to keep your closet the way that you really want it to look. You know, you want it to be intentional most of the time. I'm sure most of us want it to be intentional. So that was the first step. Second step is prepare your space. So we say, take everything out of your closet and arrange your items into the three categories that I mentioned, keep, donate, sell, and maybe. And then the third step is sort your clothes. And in this step, we share a bunch of answers to potential questions you might have during this process. So again, sort everything into the three piles, recycle any worn out items. And if you need it, have a maybe pile that you refer back to every 30 to 60 days. I recommend every 30 days because those items might not be worth keeping. It might be not worth the cost of storing it. Yeah. The minimal mom on YouTube, she has what she calls a time will tell box. So she'll put stuff in it. And she said, time will tell whether you'll need or use it or not. And if you don't, then you know that you can get rid of it. And it kind of is like an in-between buffer for, because you don't want to get rid of stuff that you actually needed or use or would use, but sometimes it's hard to know. So 
I highly recommend checking out her channel and finding a time will tell box, especially when you're doing your closet. Yeah, she's great. She's also, yeah, she's on YouTube. So definitely check it, check her out. And so the fourth step is categorize your closet. So break your closet into the seven categories that we recommend workwear, casual wear, evening wear, active wear, sleepwear, outerwear, and miscellaneous. So your accessories, your belts, your scarves. And in the beginning, Lauren and I actually built these sustainable wooden dividers that some of you own. So thank you to those who purchased our dividers and they're beautiful. It's a set of seven dividers that are neatly labeled with each category to really separate your closet. And Lauren and I are thinking of launching it again. So please stay tuned to see if we 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 come out with this product again, because it was quite the success. We built over 200 of them. We sold them all. So it seems like people really love them and we have them in our closet so we can take pictures of them and share them with you on our Instagram and Facebook accounts at Millennial Minimalist. So definitely look out for that. And our last step, our last step is build your capsule collection. So arrange your items, arrange everything by outfit within each section. I place items side by side, as I mentioned before, but more recently I've realized it's going to make more sense for me to have outfits placed together in each category. And Lauren's going to come over to my house and help me with that. So I'm very excited. And so right now I just have everything, all my clothes within each category, just neatly placed shirts beside pants and I color coordinate them. So I have uh, light to dark in every section. It's just, I don't know. I just like the visual personally. And through the process of building your capsule collection, actually in our e-guide, we have all these questions for you. So there's a lot of guidance along the way. It's like we we ask, you know, the question, why is it helpful to organize your clothes by category? And we say that by organizing your clothing items by category, you'll be able to curate outfits and get dressed in seconds for any occasion. And other questions include how many outfits should I create? What should I do with outfits for infrequent social occasions? How often should I rotate my seasonal wear? And I can answer that now. We recommend two to four times. And we also recommend using wooden hangers for everyday clothes and then slim velvet hangers for more of your silks because you don't want to put a, a cotton shirt on a silk velvet hanger, but they can be really, really, really good for those silk items in your wardrobe. And uh, yeah, you can also arrange by color, but uh I'm curious, Lauren, when you come to my house and we put together outfits in each category, I'm just, I'm wondering how many outfits I'll need in each category. I'm guessing probably yeah. like 20 to 25. Yeah. 20 to 25 is kind of the sweet spot. And that is inclusive of sleepwear and activewear. So I know it does not seem like that much. I actually, we're going to link this article in the show notes, but this was from British Vogue. And they said that, you know, it's so normal to consume fashion in a, a way that is excessive and a sufficient wardrobe consists of 75 garments and 20 outfits total. Mm. So it's very few. I read that and I'm like, yes, I was right with my numbers. <laughs> <laughs> um, and they also said that we should only be purchasing about five new garments a year to help limit global warming. So once you really perfect this method, you know, a couple new pieces a season when things are wearing, or if you want to keep it updated and fresh, that's really all you need. You will not be constantly shopping once you do this. But yeah, how I do mine, I store my off season. So I kind of do warm months and cold months. We don't really have a spring or fall here anymore in Toronto. So it transitions pretty quickly. <laughs> 
And, you know, as my lifestyle has changed over the last few years, my wardrobe has changed with it. So I used to work in a sales office and now I do more resale and then freelance work from home. So I have my more day-to-day outfits and then I have my formal outfits when I need to go to an event or meet a client. And I would say my casual outfits are probably 10 to 15 and my formal outfits are around like five to 10. So it kind of varies between those numbers. And then I have some active wear and a couple sets of sleepwear and my jackets and that's it. And I categorize everything. I store off season and I probably only purchase four to five items a year. Mm. And I'm, I'm pretty strict with it. I really nailed down my style And, you know, I, I talk about this again in the course, but I, I tried so many other methods and, you know, I, this is something I really struggled with. And I tried the 10 item wardrobe and I tried the capsule wardrobe and in theory, it sounded amazing. Like as a natural born minimalist, I was like 10 items for your closet. What a dream. Like, this is exactly what I want. But in, in theory, it sounded amazing, but in practice, it did not work for me. I just, I wasn't, I felt like I put so much effort into trying to find the perfect 10 pieces. They didn't always go with each other. There was a lot of rules. Some were extras, some were core items. And I just felt lost with the whole system. And then I tried to do the capsule wardrobe, meaning that you have clothes that can be put together in different ways and includes everything you need to wear. But I still woke up every morning trying to remember all of the outfits that the pieces made. And I finally just created a few outfits, wore them on rotation. And I felt like for the first time in my life, I stepped back from my closet and I was done. Mm -hmm. I didn't feel like I, because we all do that. We always feel like I just need one more thing. I just need a few more things to be well-dressed. I just need a few more pieces. And we're just in this never ending loophole and it doesn't work. Like it, once you piece together a few great outfits and wear them on rotation for that season, you can be done. I want to ask you something too, Kelly. Do you feel obligated to have new clothes when you post on Instagram or go to an event? I was just, okay. So I will answer that. I was just thinking about that. Yeah. So (laughs) I'm laughing because I remember a friend of ours telling me, you wear the same pair of shorts in all of your pictures on Instagram. This happened a couple of years ago. So I actually never thought about that. I didn't really care until she brought that up. And I was like, yeah, I should probably be more mindful of the pictures that I post. So it doesn't look like I wear the same thing every day. <laughs> but that was really funny. I think I'm more mindful before I post. Yes. But what I find funny is that a lot of people, they'll have an entire wardrobe like a huge wardrobe. And, you know, we've all been there. Oh, I don't have anything. But yet they have an in- giant wardrobe. Yeah. If we go through it, we'll realize we do have a lot of things. I I, I remember I, I, I had a wedding earlier this year and I was like, oh, I'm going to buy a new dress. I'm going to buy a new dress. And then I started shopping my own wardrobe and really, no, I have a dress that I can wear. And it felt really good. And it just reminds me of the fact, and it's a fact that hasn't changed in a decade is that the majority of people only wear 20% of their closet. And it's, it's unfortunate because we we're going into these closets every day, yet we're only picking out 20% yet they're compact. It doesn't need to be that way. Imagine if you could wear a hundred percent of your closet, 
And that's what, amazing. that's what we inspire people to do. Like it's right now I'm wearing hundred percent of my closet and it feels amazing. I love it. Yeah. Same here. I wear my entire wardrobe and I've never had someone say to me, Oh, you wear that all the time. Oh, is that all you own? Right. In fact, I've had people be like, Oh, Lauren's a minimalist. And they're like, really? Like I would never have suspected that, but I I do feel this way. I feel like people are like, Oh, we got to get pictures for Instagram or we're going on a trip. I need new, a new outfit. You know, I'm going to a wedding. I have this event. I need a new outfit or I'm taking a new photo. And we just have to get out of that mentality and just not like take a picture of your dinner and post it on Instagram or something else. Then instead of just going and mindlessly shopping just to get, you know, a new photo on Instagram. And I I know some people I've seen their Instagrams and every week it's a new outfit. Oh, it's unbelievable. I'm like, how do you do that? How do you do that? Your closet must be a disaster. Unless they run stuff. Um, maybe some That's people true. run stuff. But, um, you know, I, I do think we need to get out of that mindset of of having to have new clothes or just post less. Like, it's easier on your wallet to have less photos on Instagram than to have more clothes in your closet. And, you know, Madame Chic, Jennifer Scott, who I always mention, she always says it's better to show up and feel good and look good than to just always feel like you need to show up in a new outfit. So people are going to care if you, if you look nice, not if what you're wearing is new or different. Um, and we really need to get back into that mindset. So very, very solid point. You know, I think a lot of people do think about that and I'll give, I'll share us a little story to help people not think like that. I started wearing clothes that I don't wear that often. And, you know, I maybe wear them once every month, once every two months, those items that I wear occasionally. And I started wearing them more often. I'm getting compliments. Oh, where'd you get that? Where'd you get that? And I'm thinking, oh, I didn't, I, I put this away for so long, you know, and I, I didn't really like this item, but now you're wearing it again. People think it's new. It's amazing. So there's probably some hidden gems in your closet right now that you can start wearing again. And actually, I really highly recommend challenging yourself, especially with the, when it comes to the maybe items, start wearing those items. So in the first week that after I decluttered, I started wearing the items where I was like, I'm sh- unsure about this. And I wore them to work. This one, I was going to the office. I was like wearing them and I was like, nope, this doesn't make me feel good. Sometimes you have to challenge yourself to physically wear the items to make a decision about them. Yeah, I did. We did one of our girlfriend's closets a few years ago and she's like, I, everyone at work was like, I love your new wardrobe. Where'd you get it? Everything, every day, something new. And she's like, I, I just organized my closet. (laughs) So it's crazy how much clothes we do have. And if you wear your entire wardrobe, um, it makes a huge difference. What's funny too, the last three weddings I have gone to over the last four years, I have worn the same dress and not one person has said anything to me. You don't have to be as extreme as me, but (laughs) but I'm just saying, if you want to have one dress and wear it to every wedding for the next 10 years, people probably won't blink an eye. I assure you. They're thinking about what they're wearing. (laughs) Yeah. They're probably regretting buying the dress that they bought and how much they don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. You know, I think a lot of us have thought about that. Going back to your question is they wear that one item they post on Instagram. They're like, oh, well, I can't wear this item for a while because I already have a picture of it. So crazy that we think that way. Yeah. No one, if you you scroll through my feed, like every few years, you'll just see that dress come back. (laughs) (laughs) 
the little black poopy one, right? Or the blue one. I forget. Oh, the blue one. The blue one. Yeah. It's pretty. It's from uh, Ted Baker. It is from Ted Baker. I've, it's been through a lot. So it's done me well. That is so funny. Well, I mean, I mean, to start closing our conversation today, I I really want to push the whole idea that the system that we built specifically is to really help you get to the root of your clutter problems in your closet and understand, help you understand how you got there and where you want to go. Why do you want to develop a more organized and better, more intentional closet? Like, do you want to get dressed faster in the morning? Do you want to feel good every day in your clothes? Like there's all these different reasons. And in our e-guide, we developed a whole maintenance system for that reason. As you were saying from the beginning, Lauren, that some cluttering experts, they go in, they declutter, but they don't actually teach the person how to declutter their clothes or why they're doing so and helping them through the process of the decision-making process. They're not even a part of it. And that's important. And so we really help give this guidance and it's great. And hopefully this discussion today also helps, but we share tips like think before you shop, because by getting clear on what you own, you'll be able to make better buying decisions. That was one of the biggest benefits for me so far that has been ask yourself questions before you buy. That's also helpful. And that's really helped me when I'm in a store and I'm like, mm, this is, I remember Lauren, I was shopping for a new dress for that wedding that I mentioned earlier. And I sent you a picture and you're like, oh, that's really pretty. And then I, I was like, well, it's not a hundred percent. Yes. So I'm going to leave the store and think about it. And it goes back to the minimalist idea that if it costs more than $30, wait 30 hours. That's what I did. They have this 30, 30 rule. That's brilliant. And uh, so I was like, okay, I'm going to wait. And I was like, oh, I already have something beautiful in my closet already. I don't need this. And I look back at that video and I was like, that dress is ugly. It didn't make me feel good. You know, like you have to ask your questions. Like, do I need this? Do I love this? Will I wear this? Is this piece comfortable? Do I own something similar? A lot of the times we'll buy duplicates of things that we already own. So by knowing what you own, you can make smarter decisions. And we also recommend that you create a needs and wants list. Uh, Of course, we suggest that you kick fast fashion as much as you can and buy more high quality pieces. And we also mentioned manage your social media exposure. That's something that we didn't really talk about today. But sometimes if I be on social media a lot, you're seeing all these people with these new outfits and you want the next best thing. But that's not always the best solution. You probably have a lot of things in your closet that make you feel really good. It's just about finding those things. And if you don't have a lot of those things, then you can then figure out, okay, what are the things that I need to buy before you go and buy them? It's so much better to go shopping when you have some clarity around what you want out of your closet and what you actually need. Yeah. The beauty of this program is that maintenance essentially takes care of itself. Like when clothes start to wear out, you get rid of them. You're super intentional when you want to buy a new piece. When you stop loving something, you know, like I, if I have a top that I've worn for three years, I'll look at it and be like, I can never wear this top again. I hate it so much now. And, you know, when you're really into the maintenance portion, selling clothes becomes so much easier. You may only be selling one or two pieces a year, so you can get a percentage back. It's a lot more manageable than having like a hundred pieces to sell. And Two things I want to mention, because this is so funny. I, at the change of season, I, I go down and bring up my my next season's outfits. And my boyfriend, I had this big bag of clothes. He was like, oh, did you go shopping? And I, I was like, yeah, I did. And I was like, and I didn't spend a dollar. 
because I just gone down and got my clothes from the locker. So it's just, it makes such a difference to, to wear your own stuff and not have to constantly be at the mall. And, you know, I, I'll be on Instagram and see like celebrity homes or closets, like just packed full of clothes. Or if I have friends that are super wealthy and have these big closets and all this nice stuff, I'm like, I'm not jealous and I don't care because I know that you don't wear it. Like there's a small percentage of your closet that you probably like and actually wear. And I have that amount of clothing in my own closet. So it, it doesn't matter to me. But yeah, it's just, it, it's such a refreshing way to do your closet. You wake up every day, you can get ready so quickly. You love everything that you own. You spend significantly less money and time. The time it takes to shop and online shopping and returning stuff mm-hmm. will drastically be reduced. So out of all the systems I've tried, this one has worked for me for years. So I highly recommend at least trying it out. Again, it's a template and you can tailor it to your own lifestyle. It's super flexible, but it's essentially a mindset and a mentality towards your closet as opposed to just another way to organize your stuff. I like that. I like that. And I should add that in the decluttering process, one of the best benefits is donating or selling your items. And it feels so good. You really get a high when you give away a clothing item And if you get paid for it, great. If you don't, someone else is going to use that item that's been sitting there collecting dust for a year. And that feels really good. There's probably a lot of clothes in your closet that could be utilized by a lot of people that could use it or in people that maybe love it. Something that you hate in your closet, someone else might love. It's, It's really cool. You really do get a helper's high when you start donating your items. And, uh, I wanted to quickly add before we close, you talked about your closet, Lauren, and I'll, I'll share mine. So of course I have my cat, my categories, my seven categories in my closet with all my clothes hung. I put my socks and my underwear in a dresser. So I do have a little dresser for that because that's easier for me. And I have two storage bins for seasonal wear, but we'll share more pictures of our closets on Instagram because I know a lot of you have been asking. In previous years, I've been putting my shoes in little boxes and now I've completely wiped that out. My shoes are now in all of their original boxes that I bought them in, but I've become super inspired to put them in clear bins in my closet. So stay tuned for that. I want to buy all these little clear bins so I can see all of my shoes rather than having to label them outside the box. So I'm really excited for that little experiment. So yeah, I love that. That's a good idea. Yeah. Right in my, right in my entryway, right? Right in my closet. So that'd be nice. But, uh, but yeah, so to close, we wanted to share that you can, you can find our closet decluttering e-guide as well as our weekly closet courses that are led by Lauren now on our website at mastersimplicity.com. So Lauren, I know you're, you're hosting a, a course every single week because of course there's the people are busy. And so you, you have a different course for each week. And I believe you're, you're also offering one-on-one sessions as well. Yeah. So we have the course weekly. You can find the dates and times on our website, mastersimplicity.com under course. And then I do one-on-one coaching. So if you want to meet with me one-on-one over Zoom, we can work on your closet or any part of your home. And we will eventually do a pre-recorded course. We just have to get it put together. Okay, perfect. And to close, we have a challenge for you. Go for it, Lauren. Okay. So here's our challenge for you. We want you to create 25 outfits 
wear them on rotation for the next two months and not purchase any new clothes. Love it. So these outfits have to include work, casual, active, formal, and sleepwear. Any outerwear can be extra. So that's our challenge. Wow. That's so easy. Oh my gosh. Yeah, okay. So I'm going to, you're going to challenge me first and yeah. we're going to start this as soon as you come to my place. So you're coming tomorrow, right? We're going to totally put all of my items. Like my closet's already done. It's just, they, I want to piece it in together in outfits and we're going to take pictures because yeah. pictures help me figure out, okay, this outfit, this outfit, because I, I do, I, I do just want to have a visual. I do. And of course, a lot of pieces of mine mix and match. So it'll be helpful. Yeah. You can have less if you want, but yeah, if you can photograph the outfits or if you're doing the challenge, tag us, we would love to see if people are able to do it. Mm -hmm. And if you can, then you're done. You've mastered the system and you can apply it for the rest of your life. Amazing. And you can just tag us on Instagram or Facebook at millennial minimalists or hashtag millennial minimalists. And that's millennial with two N's. Something that many, many people forget Two ends. <laughs> but anyways, this was so, so much fun, Lauren. I love it. I could talk about the closet forever. This is so fun. I am so excited to continue to inspire other people. And uh, I'm also excited to share photos of our own closets. So get ready, everybody. And thank you so much for listening. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks so much, everyone. We'll talk to you next week. Okay, cheers. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. We hope that you enjoyed our discussion and feel inspired to start decluttering your closet today. And if you have friends who are also looking to declutter and organize their closets, we highly recommend that you inspire them to do it with you. Or perhaps they can help you with your closet. Having an accountability partner is always helpful and can make the process more fun. As we discussed, by simplifying your closet and doing the work to understand your wardrobe needs and goals, you'll reap benefits beyond having a simple and organized closet including feeling greater clarity and gaining the time back to focus on the most important things in your life. And if you'd like to check out our five-step closet decluttering method, please head to mastersimplicity.com where you can find our digital closet decluttering e-guide or register for one of our upcoming closet courses for more hands-on guidance. And as always, you can find these quick links in our show notes, as well as links to the Vogue article and fashion influencer that Lauren mentioned. And to close, I have a little podcast update for you. I will be continuing to share a weekly episode every Monday morning, including new episodes every other week and shorter clips from past episodes in between to help you refer back to some of our earlier discussions that you may have missed. I also want to take this time to send a big thank you to all of you who have taken a moment to write us a kind five-star rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. We love reading your kind reviews. And if you are enjoying this podcast and haven't written us a review yet, we would love to hear from you. Your reviews are super meaningful to us. They motivate us to keep going and your ratings really give us the opportunity to continue to interview exciting guests. So thanks again for listening and I will speak with you next week. Bye-bye.